This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. WFAN, WFAN-FM, New York. Biting. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Salt. Yes, it's an inside joke. On our program, we try to bring you interesting guests, and we're going to have some good discussions both hours of our show this Sunday morning. It's really a very chilly start to the morning today, but hopefully warmer weather is on the way as the week progresses. At least that's what the forecast is saying, assuming we can get by today and the early portion of tomorrow. In hour one of our program, we're talking about a topic that, in a way, we've never discussed before in this fashion. The topic is the importance of philanthropy. Now, before you immediately form your opinion as to exactly what that means, I want you to listen to the information that can be shared with us by our guest, Jean Shat. I knew I was going to blow your last name, Jean. Jean Shafiroff is the an American philanthropist. Uh, she is joining us uh, by phone on our program. She's also an author, and she's kind enough to share with us some insights on this world of philanthropy. First of all, Jean, good morning. Welcome to our program here at The Fan. Good morning. I'm very happy to be here. A couple of different things. I have to uh, start us off in discussion, but one um, goes to this idea of exactly what's meant by that term, philanthropy. I say that to you. What do you think of? I think philanthropy generally means in the eyes of most dollar, dollar, dollar bills. And people think of philanthropy and they think of giving a big gift. Well, in my book, I redefine the word philanthropy and discuss that philanthropy really is love of human, uh, human man, of man and, and our universe, and that philanthropy can be achieved by almost anyone. Anyone can get involved. And what is philanthropy? It's not just giving our resources of money, but to be a philanthropist, Anyone can be one, and we should give our knowledge and, most important, our time, and that means volunteering our time. And so this new definition of philanthropy that I've made, which is philanthropy entails giving time, knowledge, and then resources when you have them, I think will encourage people to get more and more involved in the giving process. 
How did you get in, in this world? I Today I am on seven different charity boards, but I guess my whole interest in um, giving and charity started when I was a young girl. When I grew up in um, a family where my dad was a school teacher, and his interest always always was in helping the students. And then I went to Catholic schools on Long Island for 12 years, and the nuns instilled in us the importance of giving back. And so that started uh, my journey and my desire to get involved when I could in the whole cycle of giving or philanthropy. And um, so that's how I began, um, just from the psychological point of view of wanting to do something. And later on, um, after college and graduate school, and after I got married and um, I had a little extra time and um, I had the resources, I started first to get involved with my daughter's schools as a class mother and then um, to work on the annual fund at the schools. And then later, I started to get involved, but still at an early age, um, in a few charities. Some people might say, well, okay, you're being involved in these things, and this sounds like an interesting idea, an interesting approach. What do you get out of it? What does it do for you? I think anyone that gets involved in the whole giving process gets an enormous reward. And that reward is uh, the feeling of helping and feeling that you're not just focused on yourself, but you're working to improve our world and the lives of those in need. You know, there's an enormous need out there. There are so many people that um, are hurting and need help, and um, in some cases it's because they're out of a job. In other cases, they may have a child who's sick and the family's really um, having a, a a hard time. You know, they're suffering emotionally and and often financially. And so when you get involved in the giving process, it's very rewarding for the the giver. They say when you give, you get. Mm -hmm. Well, when people ask you about uh, philanthropy, I mean, are there typical questions that that you get? um, and, And in a way, I'm building into talking a little bit about your book as well. Well, people often, um, they want to get involved, but they don't know how. So my, I wrote this book really to encourage and then try to inspire people to get involved in the whole cycle of giving. And I think we have so many talented people in the United States and in the world, really, and sometimes they just don't know how to begin, as you said. So in my book, I start... I encourage the reader to start to look at themselves and to find out what their passions are. And once you know your passion, say, for example, you are very interested in finding a cure for, um, say, lymphoma. You might have a family member who has lymphoma and you've seen this person suffer and so you've made up your mind that you would very much like to get involved in um, finding a cure for lymphoma. So the next step would be, okay, well, where can I go to do this? Is there a, is there a charity that um, is local, perhaps, that's um, involved in um, supporting the um, cure for this disease? And so you have to do a little research. And um, I recommend in the book, um, first, look at your passions, 
then find a need and try to find a place where you might be able to um, work, um, and that would be a charity or donate your time or resources. And, and, you know, then the next thing is you've got to find a good charity. And how do we go about finding a charity that meets our interest and that's also well run? And I've outlined a number of steps in the book, and some of these steps include um, first, um, okay, find a charity, and how do you do that? You might go on the Internet, and you may look up um, charities that um, are working on a cure for lymphoma. And um, so once you've found the names of a few charities, you then want to go on a couple of websites uh, to see how they're ranked. And those two websites that I generally recommend are GuideStar and then Charity Navigator. So you can go on these websites, you can do a little research, they rank the charities, and okay, so now you've discovered you want to work with XYZ Charity, and um, but you're not quite ready yet. So the next thing would be um, go um, look at their website and make a few phone calls and speak to a few people at the charity, maybe the development officer or the, someone heading the volunteer office, and then try to make a, a, a visit to the charity, do a site visit to see what they're all about. And then I would ask also that you go and um, ask other people about the charity, people that are both involved with the charity and then people that are not involved. And then if you want to further delve into this, you can request from the charity their 990 form. And the 990 form is a form that has to be filed with the government. It's just like a 1040 form, and um, it's, in essence, the profit and loss statement of the charity. And um, in a very brief, short way, that's how you can begin your journey. And if we could go on and on and on. I could tell you it's very important to find a fit with the people at the charity. You want to work with nice people and um, honest people, and um, you want to make sure that that charity is doing a good job. Gene, would you just mention, because you mentioned two websites, and you know people uh, at, come and go at various points during this program. Would you just repeat the website names again for those sites? Yes, they are GuideStar and then Charity Navigator. Yes. And um, there also is the Better Business Bureau also reviews charities, and I think they're quite good. Um, and so not all charities will be reviewed by these uh, these websites. And generally, if a charity is too small, they won't be reviewed. And um, that's something I would caution the listener about. With smaller charities, it's harder sometimes to get a handle on how they're handling their funds. Um, there is a ratio, however, um, of expenses versus uh, what output, meaning where the money's going. And the ratio generally is 20% of a charity's monies brought in or revenue should be used towards overhead, 20% or less, and then 80%, the remainder, should go towards programs. Okay, hold that. And hold, if Jean, that ratio Jean, is... Gene, hold that, hold that thought. I want to be able to have you... Take the time to answer that in full, but we've got to take a pause here, and we're going to have a sports update in a moment or two. We'll come back, talk more about uh, this topic. We're talking on our program on The Fan this Sunday morning about the importance of philanthropy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.